welcome to take two <laughs> of Coffee Clutch with Ron and Jill. I'm Ron. And I am Aunt Jill. Aunt Jill, how are you? I am great. Great. That with hesitation. Well, considering this is take two, do you want to explain why this yeah, is take two? Explain why. <laughs> so we got together like a week ago. This is the longest we've gone between watching a movie and recording a podcast. Well, explain so, yourself, the, young man. So when we first got together to watch <laughs> this movie, which is Pulp Fiction, we today we're talking about Pulp Fiction, um, we had gotten through the entire movie. We went through our entire synopsis, and then I said, we'll be right back. And then I pressed the space bar to stop recording, and then I dropped my phone on the laptop and somehow the audio was all deleted. He accidentally erased Aunt Jill's very detailed and like, extremely precise and extremely long breakdown and recap of this moment. It was like 45 minutes. And it was scene sequential. So to save some time and aggravation my phone is locked away in a safe 50 <laughs> miles away and we will be reading a where did you get this little synopsis I from i actually found it online on a quentin tarantino fan website okay yes okay because apparently he has at least one fan <laughs> which, we're, which we're gonna get into in a minute so let's explain when you see the movie it is not in chronological order it's actually a three-day period mm -hmm. but he has the first scene is really the ending of day three yeah, this movie is all out of sorts. Correct. So when you when the first time we recorded and I gave the scene by scene breakdown, it takes a very long time because it's out of sequence. You you go and you're trying to like explain things that have all that should have happened, <laughs> but you don't want to give anything away from things that are going to happen later. So what we have here, we have a chronological order. I'm going to read this. Which, which it, is scene sequence, is it not? The way it's laid out in the movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was agreeing with you. Okay. <laughs> Angel, I'm fried. I know, my poor nephew. You really, you, you've been under a lot of stress, but it's okay. Uh -huh. I want you to take a deep breath. As you're doing that, would you like me to pour a cup of coffee for yeah, you? Yeah, great. I'll pour you a nice cup of coffee. I don't even have to like, I'm going to start. So day one. We have Vincent Vega and Jules Winfield, who are Winfield, who are John Travolta and Sam Samuel L. Jackson. They are in the car discussing carpool talk. Uh, they're going to an apartment to retrieve their boss, Marcellus Wallace's uh, case and the property within, and to kill all the occupants in the apartment. It's a hit. There is a third man hiding in the bathroom. He bursts out shooting and miraculously misses Jules and Vincent. Jules experiences an epiphany. He calls it an act of God. Like there's no reason why that they should be alive because every bullet, it looked like they went, it went through them. 
Like it was in they they have the bullet holes behind them in the wall. They should have been hit, but they weren't. So Vincent and Jules take Marvin, their man inside of this operation. They go into the car to Marcel Wallace's bar, but Vincent accidentally blows off Marvin's head, causing a very large bloody mess in the back of the car. Jules calls his old pal Jimmy as they drive there to find a way to get out of their unfortunate mess that Vincent has gotten them into. This is the end of the movie. Oh, there, there, there. That's, that's Quentin Tarantino. Uh, so they go, they go to Quentin Tarantino's house. They're, they're trying to figure out how are they going to get out of this mess. Quentin Tarantino is like, you got to get this dead guy out of my garage because my wife is going to divorce me and it's not worth getting divorced over. So they, they call Marsalis. He goes, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to send over the wolf. The wolf comes over. He's there in like 10 minutes. He should have been there in like an hour. He got there in 10 minutes. The uh, Jules and Vincent clean up the car. They change into the, the ridiculous shorts and t-shirts provided by Jimmy, who after they cleaned off the blood and the brain pulp from... Oh. Like the brains and like the... The brain matter. Of, the gray matter. Yeah. Uh, so they, they clean the car, they follow the wolf to Monster Joe's truck and tow, and the car and the body are safely disposed of. Right. And now the wolf is played by Harvey Keitel. <laughs> so day one later that morning, this is the very end of the movie, but this is the second thing that happens in chronological order. It's Yes, exactly. So Jules and Vincent, they go to the diner uh, to eat after they drop off. Marcellus's uh, briefcase. Jules continues his decision that 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 was a miracle that he witnessed. Um, they're going to he's going to be leaving the life. Vincent interrupts. He goes to the bathroom. Two psychopaths decide to stage a robbery at the diner where they could feel where they feel they could score big. And they hold everyone at bay with guns and threats of murder. They collect everyone's wallets. And then they are confronted by Jules when he refuses to give up the briefcase. Through intimidation, Jules gets back his bad motherfucker wallet, but gives the robber the money. He doesn't kill them, he explains, because this because of the recent miracle that he's experienced. That's a very watered-down version of, of what just happened. Exactly. And pumpkin and... and- Honey, honey bun honey bun honey bunny yeah. that's amanda Plummer and tim roth yes are playing those two characters and it's it's a very dramatic scene they're going around they're, they're holding they're holding everybody up in the in the in the diner they're talking about like nobody holds up a diner like but you have all these wallets and everything like, everyone has money in this restaurant like why wouldn't we just rob let's rob the place and then they rob the place they get to samuel jackson he's like you ain't taking this fucking briefcase and he gives them the money. They walk out. And then, and then Sam L. and John Travolta, they just walk out. Like, we got to go. Right. So still day one. Vincent and Jules go back to the bar. They're still dressed in the shorts and the T-shirts. They deliver the suitcase. They have to wait because Marcellus is talking to a washed up palooka boxer named Butch, played by Bruce Willis. Butch is being paid off to throw a fight the next night. As Butch leaves, he and Vincent verbally tee off, but Butch backs down and leaves. Jules and the bartender are exchanging amusing looks with the reference to Vincent's evening assignment. He is to escort Marsalis' wife, Mia, played by Uma Thurman, out for the evening. Vincent and Jules have talked about this before while they are waiting to burst into the apartment on the hip. So now, John Travolta ha- is on assignment to take out Marsalis' wife. And he is to not have intercourse with her. Not to, <laughs> he is just there to keep her company, and that is it. 
And keep her out of trouble. Because they heard that Marcel's walked in on another mutual person. Giving her a foot rub. Giving her a quote unquote foot rub. And there's a big discussion on whether or not that that is sexual or not. And But Samuel L is going, I give my mother foot rubs or whoever or my grandmother. And, you know, so you don't, you don't rub another woman's feet, though. You don't, no, you don't, the, no, I agree. I mean, first of all, I don't like anyone touching my feet because I am like hyper ticklish. True. It's it's bad. Okay. I mean, like the first time I got a pedicure, I almost kicked <laughs> the poor girl in the face. <laughs> I mean, it was I, it's torture for me. So, so anyway, go ahead. no, but they heard that the but that guy who rubbed her was rubbing her feet was tossed out the window. <laughs> so now Vincent is dressed for the evening with a trench coat over a black suit. He goes to his drug dealer's house and buys heroin. He puts it in the baggie. Vincent shoots up and leaves for the evening with Mia. Mia awaits with surveillance cameras while he waits for her. She snorts coke and then makes her appearance. They go to a bizarre retro fifties club. They eat. They talk. They enter a dance contest in which they win. Back at Mia his house vincent goes to the bathroom to try to figure out how he can leave without getting into trouble while he's in the bathroom mia is singing and dancing around the room she finds the heroin in vincent's pocket and thinking it's coke snorts it she ods and vincent comes out to see her lying on the floor covered in her own like foam foaming at the mouth it was horrible it was scene. that was really it was a really yeah. bad scene intense so, so Vincent rushes her to his drug dealer, lands his house in hopes of getting help. With a giant hypodermic needle, uh, needle full of adrenaline, Mia is revived. Vincent they plunged it into her heart. After this big back and forth discussion, like, you do it. No, you do it. No, you do it. So uh, finally, they they do it. And she comes back to life. And the girlfriend of Lance, she goes, that was trippy, man. That, that was, was trippy. <laughs> it's like the girlfriend is druggy. played by uh, Rosanna Arquette. Okay. The drug dealer is Eric Stoltz. Where he, do I know him from? He played Rocky Dennis in a movie with uh, Cher called mask not the mask starring jim carrey no okay it's called mask beautiful movie beautiful but go ahead so i digress (laughs) so vincent takes her home they both agree that marcellus never needs to know about the events of that evening day two that's only day one that's only day one everything (laughs) so but day two we skip all the way to the evening Yes. When like nothing happens from the time that they uh, that he drops her off up until this moment. There's a flashback sequence to start off everything anyway. There's a flashback story to the story of Butch and his father's watch as it, tra- it is traveled and told by Butch's father's friend, a fellow POW, Captain Coons, played by Christopher Walken, who did a very good job. Very good. Up until... He, he was given this intense, dramatic monologue about how his father, his grandfather had that watch and then his, he passed it to his father and, and so on and so forth. And then he shoved up the watch up his ass. <laughs> up his ass. And like in his, in his, in his Christopher Walken accent. Oh my God, so funny. He's like, and then your grandfather and then you and then I just shove it up my ass. <laughs> and I was like, you asshole. Oh, it's such, it's so good. It's so good. The, the Christopher Walken scene, I have to say, is one of my favorite. That was a good. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we return to the present. Butch jumps up out of a dream. He's ready for his fight. However, instead of throwing the fight, he KOs his opponent. And not only that, 
He kills him. Kills him in the ring. He doesn't know this. He he jumps into a cab. He travels to the motel where his girlfriend is waiting. Um, He's like, he's talking to the, the, the cab driver and she's like, are you the guy that just killed that guy in that fight? He goes, I killed the guy. He's like, yeah, you kill. How does it like to, how does it feel to kill a guy? And he's like, can you drop me off at home now, please? So he gets back to the hotel, sees his girlfriend. They make love. They go to sleep. Marcellus is furious and orders that Butch is found and killed because Marcellus paid him a lot of money. And not only that, Butch got in with all the other bookies to say, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to throw this fight. Everyone bet against me. And he put a bet on himself that he was going to win. He's ready to collect. Well, what he did was they, he got word on the street that the fix was in and that he was going to be going down. So now the odds go exponentially higher on this fight. In the meantime, he he bet on himself to win. So now he collects all of this money because the odds were probably 100 to 1 that he was going to oh, win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, he, so he's, <laughs> he's ready to collect. So in the morning, Butch realizes that his girlfriend forgot his watch back in his apartment. Giving its history, Butch is furious and decides to tempt fate and go back to his apartment for his watch. Marcellus put out a hit and then dispatched Vincent, John Travolta, alone because alone. now Sam Allen is gone. He's out of it. He yes, is, he's, he's, he's away. quit the life. So he so he orders Vincent to go back to Butch's apartment. Should he return to uh, should he return? Butch does return, but as Vincent is once again in the bathroom, which he's in the bathroom a lot in this Vincent movie, spends a lot of time in the bathroom. He is not only able to retrieve his watch, but he kills Vincent, and Vincent's story is done. Bye bye, Vincent. Bye bye, Vincent. We will see him later on in the movie, but we'll talk about that in a moment. Butch feels lucky. He drives away with a smile, listening to flowers on the wall on the radio, and then literally bangs into Marcellus on the street carrying burgers and Cokes. There is a bloody confrontation. Marcellus catches Butch into a sleazy gun shop. The owner, Maynard, knocks out Butch with the butt of a shotgun, calls his friend Zed, and he brings him down into the basement, which he quickly finds out is an S&M playground. Marcellus is chosen to be the victim first, but is able to untie himself and flee. On the way out, they don't mention this. They take Marcellus into the back room yes. in that basement, and yes. they are having their oh, way. Oh, it's, it's in there. He decides to go back. Butch decides to go back and save Marcellus. He chooses the weapon from his vast array. First, it's like a, it's like a, hammer, a hammer. Then it's a then it's a baseball bat. He decides on the samurai sword. He actually sword. at one point picked up a chainsaw. That's right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, chainsaw massacre. No, no, no. It was <laughs> evil dead. Uh, Vince, Marcellus is being raped by one of the men and Butch saves him by slashing and stabbing the other guy. Marcellus is appropriately thankful and decides that whatever ill will existed between he and Butch before is now a dead issue. Butch is free to go, providing he never mentions this to anyone or come back to LA again. Butch rides off with his girlfriend, Grace, on Zed's chopper. He rides off on Grace, which is the name of Zed's chopper, and returns <laughs> to this waiting ar- the waiting arms of his girlfriend, Fibian. Fibian, back at the hotel. They ride off happily into the sunset, heading to Knoxville. Butch is the winner in a story of losers. 
Yes. And that is the movie in chronological order. But this is not how the film is shot and laid out. No. No. Not by any means. Not by any means. (laughs) But so now, after seeing the movie, not in chronological order, I think had he showed this movie in chronological order, Uh the way you just read it would have been... I think a better movie. Did you not enjoy this movie? I did enjoy the movie with all the cursing, with all the blood, with all the gore, with all the violence. I still enjoyed the movie because, because, but, but half the time you're struggling to figure out what the hell is going on. My biggest problem was because the whole Bruce Willis story happens in the second act. Mm -hmm. And then you see John Travolta gets shot and he's dead. Yes. And then he comes back to life. Yes. And I'm like, what alternate version reality is? What am I watching? Yes. That confused me. Yeah. The first time I watched it, I was very pissed. I was the like, The first time. The first time. This yes. was not the first time I've oh, seen this okay, movie. Okay, okay. The second time. This <laughs> is a, this is the second time I've seen this movie. Shall we talk about the rarity that it was a movie that you have seen in the past? God bless America. It's on the list. <laughs> yeah. There's not there's not many movies I've seen on this list, but this is one of them. This is one of them. Because um, the, the opening scene of the movie, you see Pumpkin and Honey Bunny sitting in a diner to, having a, a discussion on how to rob who to rob, you know, what what establishment is the best to knock off of a bank or a you know, a seven yeah. eleven, whatever. Yeah. And they come up with the plan to rob that diner and she jumps up and she's like, Okay, ba ba ba, you know. And then the next scene, they cut to the two, you know, Vincent Vega and and uh, what's his name, riding Jules. in the car. Jules riding in the car, talking about you know the the Royale with cheese. So yeah. it's like okay, but then towards the end of the movie, we're back at the diner. So it's right. like this, it's choppy. But I I like it though. I Be- like it too because because it's almost like a puzzle. It is a puzzle. It's a puzzle because like you're given like, it's like you skipped ahead to read the last page. Yes. And you're like, ooh, I have that to look forward to. And yes. then I go back. And yes. then I'm like, all right, this is where we start. And then <laughs> I don't know why he he chopped it up like he did for the Bruce Willis story because that was just, ah, it was bizarre. Yes. Um, but the but I mean the last scene in the diner with like Sam L. Jackson is he's he's changed his ways and he's ready to leave the life and now he's like but now he's got to deal with this lunatic one last time. You know what's really weird as you were talking, I just realized Bruce Willis's storyline mm-hmm. in the movie is the only one that's shot in sequence. Do you understand? Like they're cutting back, but Bruce Willis. No, because Bruce, because that's the that part of the story happened at the very end of the the chronological. Order. Yes, but the first but, time you see him is really in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, when they're wearing the when gap. they're wearing the, the the shorts and the t shirt, and which you're like, you don't Wait understand minute, why, why they're they, wearing that. They were in black suits. You know, yeah. now they're they're walking into Marcellus's bar to deliver the case, which no one knows what's in the case either. The case is opened a couple of times we, in the I movie. A, I, I read a theory about it. We'll talk about it. Okay. That yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but whenever the case is opened, well, he sees like this glow. Like this, like this glow. <laughs> it's like you're like looking at like the ancient relics. Of, so is it like, gold? Is it is it nuclear waste? Who the hell knows? Do you but, want to you know what you want to know what I think it is? Okay. What do you think it is? I think it's Marcellus's soul. <laughs> no, because I was I was reading it because they said they think 
that he sold his soul to the devil. And then they went and got it back. Because when you because when they unlock the case, the the, the passcode is six six six. Yeah. And then they're saying like they're talking about like what's the one thing that like like what is like the most pure thing? Well, like they're talking about it and then like because they never show it. They never show the contents of the case. But it's this, this big glowing gold light coming out of this briefcase. Like. But how would these three idiots who originally had the case and were refusing to give it back to Marcellus? That's why uh, Jules and, and Vincent were there at right. the apartment was to get the case from these guys. So how did the three guys get the case to begin with? I don't know. Are they like little demons that had possession of his soul? Possible. Huh. Huh. That's a that's a thing that <laughs> could have happened. But anyway, overall, anywho, this is the, it's not an Aunt Jill type of movie. No, but I really enjoy it. I I did enjoy it. And Quentin Tarantino, we talked about this on the original recording. You either love him or you hate him. You know, you either love it or you hate it. I love Django Unchained. But I know people who hate that movie. Sure. You know, They're, so. Like, because uh, I just saw when it came out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's his latest one. And you hated that. I hated it. Yeah. I mean, well, there was a couple of factors to go into it. I didn't realize it was a three hour movie. Right. And then going into it and then you're just waiting for the thing to happen. I'm like, what is this movie about? <laughs> yes. And then you find, and then the, the ending finally happens, and I'm like, "What?" And yes. then he has the audacity <laughs> to have after credit scenes after this three hour plus movie, and it's just Leonardo DiCaprio doing a fake ad for like apple rod cigarettes or whatever it was. And at that point, everyone who like everyone who stuck around because yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. saw that there was after credit scenes, I get up and I'm like. You <laughs> and the, the the crowd went wild. And I got up and I ran out of the theater oh because I'm like, I gotta piss. I got, I'm tired. It's one o'clock in the morning. I'm done. This yeah, yeah, movie yeah. sucked. Okay, so let's talk a couple of Quentin Tarantino movies. Sure. He wrote Reservoir Dogs. Have uh, you seen that? No. You know, I know my kids have seen that and they like that. You love okay. Yeah, the kids. Okay. Pulp Fiction. Seen it from dusk till dawn. Now, I want to say that's a vampire movie with George Clooney. Okay. Awesome movie. That's okay. a good one. The Hateful Eight. I've never seen I've it. I've never seen it. Okay. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Seen it. Okay. Um, she's Funny That Way. I've never heard of it. Mm, Django Unchained. Haven't seen it. Oh. I know. My, you really liked it. One of my favorite movies. Really? Inglorious Bastards. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. was a really that's good a, one. That's a remake. That's a remake. That's a remake. Yes, it is. I didn't know that. It is. Did they Did they kill Hitler in the original? I don't know if I've ever seen the original. Okay. So Because, because he did the same thing in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. The, because that movie is about like the Charles Manson murders with with Sharon Tate and and like that murder, but which is in, gruesome. Which is gruesome. Yeah, it was but gruesome. instead of them going to her house, yes, the, um, spoilers, um, they go to Leonardo DiCaprio's house, and then they oh. walk in, and then they see Brad Pitt, who is high as a kite. Oh, and he kicks the shit out of them oh. and kills them. 
And then there's a scene where where Leo takes like a flamethrower and like lights the person on fire. And then he runs into the pool and he's burnt to a crisp. Oh, my gosh. Then the police come and he is next door neighbors to Sharon Tate. Right, right, Who is pregnant, et cetera, et cetera. And then she's like, oh, that was terrible. You want to come over for a cup of coffee? And then that and then that's it. The movie's over. <laughs> like you have you have like what I call the Quentin Tarantino scene. Yeah, yeah like with yeah, the, yeah. the gruesome murder and like and like the the fighting and the violence. Like it was just this this two minute scene. Really? And everything the all two hours and fifty eight minutes before that right? was just nothing. Really? It was nothing. I might I have to. See, I might have to see it just to see it. I think I need to see it again. And he also did the Kill Bill series. Yes, he did. Which I like the Kill Bill series. I haven't seen those either. <laughs> she said, "But disappointment." <laughs> no, not disappointment, babe. Are you disappointed that you didn't know that I haven't seen them, or are you disappointed <laughs> in me that I haven't seen them? No, it's okay. It's okay. I, I'm kind of, you know, you're used to I'm it. I'm used to it by now. Okay. <laughs> Should we, um, do you want to take a quick break? Let's take a quick break. Okay, good, good, yes, good. Let's, we'll, and then we'll come back and we'll discuss something. Yeah, something. something. That we don't we're know what. we figure out on our break. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> and we're back. We are back. So you know what I just got, Angie? Well, not just got. I've had it for a little while now. Let me guess. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Disney Plus. I got my Disney Plus. <laughs> of course you got your Disney Plus. Oh, man. It's so much better than I thought it would be. Are you loving it? I'm loving it. What have you seen so when far? When I have the time to watch it. So opening day, release day, debut day. Right. For whatever reason, I wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning. I didn't set an alarm. I just shot up. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? I'm going back to bed. (gasps) Disney Plus. No. And I stayed up until I did go to school that day. Oh, my God. And it was awesome. They've got (laughs) my favorite show. I have to show this. I think you would really like it. What is it? It's called The Imagineering Story. Oh, okay. About it, the Disney Imagineers? Yes. about okay. yeah, and it, it The originals. Goes, the originals. So it starts off because they changed the name to Walt Disney Imagineering. It used to be Walt, uh, it used to be Wed Enterprises. Okay. Which, which stands for Walter Elias Disney. It goes back to the beginning of, really like the beginning of the of the Walt Disney Company, like back in 1928 when, when they, when Mickey Mouse was first invented. Yes. And then they, that, so, it, but it really starts with the creation of Disneyland in California in 1955. Okay. And they, and they talk about like all the stories that like I've heard before, like how, like how the, they were like 20,000 counterfeit tickets that people printed to get into the park on opening day and they didn't have enough food and water and they had to choose between, um, indoor plumbing and the water fountains and he, he chose the indoor plumbing but now nobody can get a drink of water so <laughs> everyone's like oh you 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 you're making us buy coca-cola he's like right, no right, i want right. you to take a shit in my park right and so right. The, the so it go it goes to the whole story and then it and the first episode because it's like an eight episode miniseries oh it ends spoilers with walt's death Okay. And it's so sad. I will tell you this. Yes. I do enjoy a good Disney movie. 
Oh my god! And that's it... why I love this thing so much because there are so many classic mo- Disney movies that I have never seen. Isn't it great? And now I get to finally watch them. Yes. Like Lady and the Tramp, I've never seen. Right, right. Um, what else did I just watch? Who Trump. does Who does the voice of Tramp? Which one? The old one. The old one. Oh, I I I was looking at it the other day, and you said, "Oh my god, I didn't know it was him." Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. That's singing in the rain. It's Larry Roberts. Why are you singing Singing in the Rain? Isn't Gene Kelly in this somehow? No. He's not? No. Oh, isn't that funny? Yeah, you're crazy, Jill. Oh, no. I know what I'm thinking. What do you think? I'm thinking Peggy Lee, but never mind. Peggy Lee, yes. (laughs) That's nothing to do with. Yes, Peggy Lee is in this, yes. So this is Aunt Jill having a stroke Uh on air. (laughs) So, but anyway, so, no, but like, like what did I, I watched Tron yesterday. I've never seen Tron. Tron, yeah, yeah, with Bridges. Um, Yes, with Jeff Bridges. Um, Bridges. What else did I just watch? I mean, I've been watching a lot of like the original content. We got to get you out of the house, man. It's just, you're going to be stuck in your house now. With I'm out of the house. I barely have time for this thing. so when are you watching these things? As I, you're driving? No, like before I go to bed. Oh. Yeah, okay. I've got stuff to do. Uh, I was going to say, how do you squeeze this in? I barely squeeze it in. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, Like my the God. Imaginary Store, I was watching that with mom. Mom really liked it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, mom, mom cuz she's she's been on the couch. So I sat down my, and my mom was like this, she was crying after the first episode. Oh, I believe it. Because and then and then the second episode and then and then the third one I watched by myself, but that's my park. The third episode is about, about Hollywood Studios and like the great movie ride okay. Star Tours and so I really liked that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but but then they have like encore, like like they take like somebody like it it's they take a high school production from like from back in the day, and then they invite that cast to come back and do that show now. So like the first episode is like a class from like I forget where it is, but from like 1996, and they're doing Annie, and now they're gonna do it now. Oh really? Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. It's kind of cool. That is interesting. And then the Jeff Goldblum show. Oh, that's the coolest. Oh, I like Jeff that's Goldblum. That's the coolest thing. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, might yeah. show that to you today because it's only like a 30-minute thing. But do it, you find that all of his characters sometimes in movies are kind of like the same? They're very Jeff Goldblum. They are very Jeff But Jeff Goldblum. It's, it's just, like Jeff Goldblum playing Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But he's just but he's so He's so interesting. He is. He's, he's very so whimsical and curious yes. and childlike. I would like to see him with a talk show. Oh, I'd love that. I'd like to see what kind of questions he would ask. I w- I'm very interested with that yeah, because yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah, him yeah. on talk shows, but yes. I would like to see what kind of questions he would ask. I got you. That'd be really cool. But this show's really cool. So the first episode, it's about sneakers. Oh. Second episode, ice cream. Oh. Third episode, tattoos. Oh. I want a tattoo now oh, because no. Jeff Goldblum told me to get a tattoo. He did not tell you to get a tattoo. He told me. He looked right in the camera. He's like, why don't you get a tattoo? <laughs> I don't know what I would get. You tell your mother that. I did. She <laughs> almost had a stroke. So anyway, that's yes. my plug for Disney Plus because I've been talking about okay, it a so lot and I've been Disney waiting for commercial over now. Disney commercial's over now. <laughs> no, this was not a commercial for Disney. I don't no. want people to think that we're doing no, Disney we're not getting paid by any means. Oh, God, no. From Disney or anyone else. Yes, you know, they're lucky we talk about them. Anyway. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now. So what else? Um, 
Well, the holidays, we're, we're smack dab in holiday season right we're now. Right smack dab in the holidays. Should we talk about this now? This week is... This, like, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. That's not tomorrow, but, it, like, this week is Thanksgiving. Yes, 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 and yes. And I, I personally am right in the middle of midterms and getting ready getting ready for my finals yes and the holidays and angel's gonna make a suggestion what's the suggestion well angel, not that, we... that not that we suspend recording but let's let's make a decision if you agree with this how about you and i pick a christmas movie right now yeah we'll watch a christmas movie We'll also have Siri pick the next list movie. Okay. But we're going to watch the Christmas movie, and then we're going to go on a little bit of a hiatus until you're done with your finals and everything. That sounds like a great idea. All right, because this, especially this year, because Thanksgiving is so close to Christmas this year, and I've got traveling that I'm going to be doing. So rather than go crazy and stress ourselves out trying to squeeze the, the this into yes to life fight the schedule yeah, of yeah, work. Yeah. we're gonna just we'll we'll keep recording but at our own pace and correct then when we've got enough in the bank then we'll start re- yeah, yeah, releasing yeah, yeah. Again we'll start re-releasing like, sometime after the holidays yes but you know what i think what we'll do every now and then we'll go on facebook and we'll do a live we keep saying it. We should actually do it. Just to say hi. Just to say hi. Yeah. Make sure everyone doesn't forget We wish about you us. a Merry Christmas That's and nice. stuff like that. That's All right. Nice. So well, every now and then we'll just pop into the Facebook and we'll do a live little thing just to say hi. Perfect. and You know, tell people, you know, if anything interesting is going on. Not that we have anything that's not interesting. Right. We are because we are just interesting people. <laughs> you are <laughs> me? me i have no life are you kidding Stop me <laughs> so so when are we doing when are we going to release our christmas episode well we, we should reco- do that between it? like before christmas but, okay so but that's a whole to, month we have to it's not it's not babe a, mo- a month from today tomorrow tomorrow is christmas. Uh, christmas isn't a month from tomorrow uh, yeah it's craziness oh, and i'm going away and 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 then i'm going away yeah and, yeah so and now so i'm going away what's your favorite christmas movie and if does it have anything to do with moppets yes forget it then all right how <laughs> <laughs> what if we picked a christmas movie that's on the list is there a christmas movie on the list there is a christmas movie on the list what what movie is on the list that's i a christmas believe movie? it's a wonderful life Oh my God! You're right. It Let's is kill on two the birds. List. Let's kill two birds with one stone. Okay, so we'll, do you we'll do the Christmas movie. Do you want to do that? Hell yeah! We're kind of like you know kicking Siri to the curb. Yeah. Wouldn't but it be funny if she said twenty? Let's let's try it. Siri, pick a number between one and one hundred. It's twenty-two. <gasps> oh that was God! So close. I thought she was going to say. <laughs> we we already saw twenty-two, so have her pick another movie. Which that, one was that one? Some like it hot. Oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was her first one. Our first movie. <sighs> I know it's crazy, oh, right? That's crazy. Okay. Just, just for fun, we'll do it again. Yeah. Pick a number between one and one hundred. The answer is eleven. Yeah, you're losing. Eleven. What is oh, 11? City Lights. City Lights. I want to say that's a Charlie Chaplin movie. Ooh. I want to say. I could be completely wrong. I thought Gene Kelly was the dog and lady in the <laughs> tramp. No. Don't go by me. Angel's brain is not working right. Okay. So <laughs> it's a wonderful life. Uh, are you okay with that? Or do you want to go off the list again? I think we should do it because I, I also just gave sh- you some news that made <laughs> okay. the podcast later. All right. So let's do that. Let's do number 20. Number 20. Okay. It's a wonderful life. So next time we'll do... 
that's going to be our Christmas spectacular. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but let's have Siri pick a movie for after that. Yes. All right. Because okay. I have the DVD. It's a Wonderful Life. You wanna? Yeah. So have Siri pick another let's movie. Let's pick a movie, and then we're we're gonna take a little break because that is not nearly enough time. Yeah. But, yeah okay. Yeah. So let's find out what we're gonna do next time after a Wonderful Life. Siri, pick a number between one and one hundred. It's ninety. Ninety. Bottom. 90. I love this movie. Okay, I was getting worried. I was just talking about Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers, <sighs> and it's one of my favorite Astaire Rogers really? movies. Really? Which one? Yes. Is it? It's from 1936. It's called Swing Time. Swing Time. Swing for. Not <laughs> Springtime for Hitler. Oh my gosh, that is. That's funny. But Swing Time. Swing Time. Yeah, great movie. Okay. I need, I need a good classic movie yeah it's you know what we've been doing a lot of uh yeah it's almost like a a, a palate cleanser yeah, right yeah yeah because we went we saw jojo Rabbit. which was phenomenal it was phenomenal it really was it but it had that very a strong psychological effect on you right yeah yes me too and then this one the pulp, pulp fiction, fiction. Yeah. Planes, trains, and on which was like a which was a fun movie, but it's like, a fun movie. But I, I need like something like nineteen forties and before. Yeah. So this yeah, is good. Yeah. This I'm is excited. A good one. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. So we're gonna see um from nineteen forty six, it's a wonderful life for our Christmas spectacular. Perfect. And then from nineteen thirty six, swing time, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers. Good. I'm excited. Hysterical movie. I love good. it. Take a quick break. Take a quick break, refresh our coffee, and we'll be right back. Yay. And we're back. We are back. It's chill. Yeah, darling. See any good movies lately? Oh, God. <laughs> you, you look like you have seen. I have. Besides JoJo, we saw JoJo yes. Rabbit two weeks ago. Yes. Right? Yes. Side note, there is a movie I want to go see with you, which we saw a trailer for when we did go see JoJo. Oh, which one? Um, It's the Mr. Rogers movie. That's out Oh, now. with Tom Hanks. Yes. My mom had an observation when she saw the trailer. What? She said, you know, he's kind of Forrest Gumpish. Like, okay. Mr. Okay. Rogers is very soft-spoken. He's very soft-spoken. He's a, He's got a little bit of Southern in him. And so I, I guess maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because it's Tom Hanks doing a, a like a slight... Mr. Rogers. It's yeah. so funny because I've seen the trailers on TV and everything. Yeah. And I'm trying to see him as Fred Rogers. But I can't... I'm having a hard time. Yeah, it's, it's a little... It's, it's a, a little, little stretchy for me. It's like a little too yeah. much of a stretch... But I'm trying to get over it because I do love, you know, I love Tom Hanks. I love Tom Hanks. I think he's love modern Mr. day Jimmy Stewart. We've we've said that yes. several times. Yes. I think we should go see that next. Yeah. If, if we, yeah. Okay. Why we not? could. Okay. Why not? If I'm going to go to the movies, which is very rarely I do know. I get out of the house to go see, a, a, go to the cinema. Go to the cinema. <laughs> the cinema. <laughs> But I think we should. I, I mean, I will. If you I, don't, did you I will notice anyway. that we went to see Jojo Rabbit? I did not buy myself popcorn. Yeah, because I did. But did you notice that Angel doesn't even eat popcorn at the theater? Why not? Because I'm afraid of cho- choking on a kernel and then going into a coughing fit during a movie. <laughs> like, how crazy is that? That's a little irrational. It is. It, well, no, because one time 
I was eating popcorn and a kernel got stuck on the back of my throat. You know, like the, the kernel uh, yeah, shell? Yeah, 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 yeah. I hate that. That's why I carry on toothpicks. Yeah, but you can't get that to the back of your throat. If you try hard enough, oh you can. Oh, my God. No, you don't want to stick a toothpick in the back of your throat. Are you oh, crazy? Oh, no. I'm talking about like in my teeth. No, not no, in the on teeth. your throat. No, that's the gross. The back of the throat. And then, and, and then you start like gagging yeah, yeah, and yeah. going into that uncontrolled. So I won't that's eat popcorn. That's why I have a drink. Yeah. Well, no. No, and I don't like drinking in the theater. Why not? Because then I'm going to have to use the ladies' room. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't I like public restrooms. I have the problem a lot. Yeah. I got to yeah. stop doing that. I, well, during a movie, you're running out to use the bathroom, which I cannot understand how. But that's okay. We don't no, need when, to get into No, when I, well, when Joe, oh, yeah, no, because I did have to go to the bathroom with JoJo. And you tore in JoJo, you went to the bathroom. I was and pissed. I'm like, and I never do that, but like, I really had to go. <laughs> <laughs> I well, do, I have my coffee. I do have a cup of coffee during the movie. You You did. You're very mad about it, too. (laughs) I wasn't mad. I was just, you know, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, so So, Mr. Rogers, you would like to see. I would like to go see. I don't want to see this one coming out in 1917. You don't want to see that? I don't. I'm interested in it. I think I I would see it maybe like on Netflix or something. I don't like. It's not that I don't like war movies, but when when I know this. The subject matter is going to be that. That graphic? Not even graphic, but that trauma, emotionally traumatizing. I mean, picturing what it was like yeah. in 1917 during World War One, and he's running and he's got to get the message. And, you know, it's very suspenseful. It is very suspenseful. Did you ever see war, The War Horse? No, oh my god, that is such an awesome movie, and I did see that in the theater. Yeah, I did. You know what I just saw in the theater? Oh God, what did you see in the theater? You went to the movies without me? Yeah, because you don't like going to the movies. (laughs) You go see. Oh God, I saw Frozen too. (laughs) Well, because because you love Disney, (laughs) you love it. You love it. You love it. I do. And you know what? (laughs) I was talking to my. I was talking to Rindy about this. Yeah, Rindy, because Rindy also went to go see Frozen two by herself. As did I. I got a lot of strange looks. <laughs> like at one point, and this is a, this is a true story. the The woman who took my ticket, she was like, "Is there anyone else?" Like, <laughs> and so I pull out my wallet and I pull out my Disney ID card. I'm like, "I work for Disney. I have to do quality control." She uh, was like, oh! Go right ahead. Oh, I was like, thank you so, so Just to get out of the awkward conversation yeah, that yeah, I, yeah, me, yeah. a grown man, is going to see Frozen 2 by oh, myself. My God. That's so funny because they used to re-release from time to time the Disney movies in theaters right. like Sleeping Beauty. Blah, yes. blah, blah, blah. And when Danica, you know, Danica was always, you know, big into the Disney movies. Sure. We all were. We all loved sure. the Disney movies. But Zianine used to call and say, can I take Danica to the movies? Because <laughs> Zianine <laughs> wanted to see the movie. Of course she wanted to bring Danica, but she needed to go That's see this so movie. so funny. So Danica and, and Zianine used to go see Disney movies in theaters. I'm going to go to a movie with Zianine now. There you go. Bring Zianine. That's perfect. Yeah. She would love to see that, I'm oh my sure. God. You know, or but, what's her name? Um, Zanine's granddaughter, uh, 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 Kaylee. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be nice. Oh my god, take some kids with you. Can I borrow your kids? Because okay. so I can go see a movie. <laughs> so here comes 
Ronnie, six foot three and a half inch tall, <laughs> non invisible, non invisible child. Yeah, <laughs> to go see Frozen two. And you know what? And how was it? Better than the first one. No, really. I swear to Walt himself. He, it, I'm, it is, was, okay. Is Olaf in it? Olaf is very in it. Because I love Olaf. Olaf is great. When he sings in summer. Here's, oh here's the thing. This movie is not as Disney princess sing along as the first one. Oh. It was very mature. Was it? It was. I loved it. Now, when you say it was very mature, would you say it's more mature? This is for the people who have grown up watching Frozen, but now those people are older. They're at least, they're only, I mean, only six years older, but. <laughs> those but, wise old six years old. Now, now these, now these wise old 12 year olds going to see Frozen too. <laughs> no, I mean, that's a bad example. No, no but, but, the, but this is, it's, uh, the thing I liked about Frozen 1, it wasn't about like a romantic love. It was a familial love, like a, like a love for your family, for your sisters. Um, this this movie was about finding yourself. Okay. And it's very tongue in cheek. Is it? It's a very. Is it witty? It's, it's witty. It is self-referential. In what way? What do you mean? I will give one part. Yes. There's one part where Elsa is now she the one that freezes things yes, she's okay. the ice queen the ice queen okay so elsa that freezes things, freezes things. <laughs> elsa is um it, she's looking at all these past memories okay i don't want to give too much away yeah because, no because this is yeah, a, yeah, this yeah, is a yeah, movie yeah. that people are going to want to go see yeah no and i would like to see it i don't know if i would go and see it in the theater but i would see go. it as soon really because because i would even say I want to go see it in IMAX because there's a couple of scenes that you really should see in IMAX. You really need to go see okay. in IMAX because it the animation is beautiful. It is gorgeous. Okay. Anyway, so there's this scene where Elsa is looking at past memories. Oh, and she's yeah. walking past the memories. And and it's like stuff from like her childhood. Yes. And then like a couple of things from like the first movie. Yes. And, she, and then she's walking past herself and she's going, let it go. And then she goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the whole Let It Go thing yeah. from Frozen, I mean. The songs in this movie blow that song out of the water. Really? And oh, it, that's good, and, though. And they, but, they're, but they're not like sing-along. Like, you're you're going to still hear Let It Go because that's the catchy tune. Well, But these songs are gorgeous. The first time, the first couple of times I tried to watch Frozen, yeah. I was with my grandchildren. Right. You know, and it was home. Right. You know, it wasn't in the theater or anything. And they had that movie. I bet. Memorized. Mm -hmm. And I was watching them and I'm trying to watch the movie. And they, but they're so, and they'd get up and they'd sing in the yeah. arms of the. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I came home from Chicago and I actually put the movie on and watched it by myself Good. because I wanted to, you know. The little Easter eggs sure. in there with Rapunzel sure. and, you know, so I just wanted to kind of get that 
a little more in depth, because, you know, but watching it with kids. Oh my God. That's, that's amazing. When you watch a movie right. like that with kids, it's like going to the parks with a kid who's never been to a Disney park oh, I know. before and you, you're experiencing it through their eyes. Yes. It's like, well, it's, but that's, it's the same thing as watching a movie because, because watching a movie, like watching these kinds of movies with kids is a whole different experience, but these are really good movies yeah, just, yeah, just yeah, on yeah, their yeah. own. Yeah. And like, and like, like when I first saw Frozen in theaters the first time, I was not alone. I went with a friend. Okay. And I walked out and I was like, that was a damn good movie. Yes. And I remember saying that. I was like, that was a really good movie. And like, I had, I, it wasn't opening night or anything. Like, I, I got there like maybe a week or two after the fact, and people were buzzing about it. I was like, this is going to be overhyped. I was like, damn, that's a good movie. It's good. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then it blew up to what it was. And like, and I guess, I don't know if you guys understand how much we, as in like Disney cast members, hate Frozen as much as we do because everything became about everything because we were in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like when it's like when the Star Wars movies came out yes. again. Everything was Star like Wars. Like when I, I worked at Carvel, I could not eat ice cream. Right, exactly. Because exactly. you're smelling it all the time. Exactly. You're serving that. it. It's like oh god, the last thing you want is ice cream. Because as soon as because they okay story. Um, when Frozen came out, they yes. originally had like in, in at Disney's Hollywood Studios, they had like a, like the like the Summer of Fun or whatever it was. I don't remember what it was called because a week before the event, they canceled it. Really? And then they did Frozen Summer Fun. Frozen Summer. Frozen Summer Fun. Oh, stop! And they took everything they had, tossed it out. Wow! And and in a week. They threw together Frozen Summer Fun. You know, it's really amazing how they like really deploy the marketing team, man. Oh, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It wasn't because they put it together in a week. Yeah, not good. It wasn't good. Never go for the money. No. Yeah, yeah. But but the next year they had Frozen and it was much better. But- we had a, because they would have a little parade with like with all the characters and singing the songs and you could hear let it go i'm not even kidding 18 times a day just being in the park outside oh god and then they have a musical like a single it's literally called the frozen it's for the first time in forever frozen sing along <laughs> which is still there today is honestly it? very funny well isn't norway now in epcot really frozen land well, because because frozen is based off of norway ish type like scandinavian mountains yes, and f- yes, norwegian yes. folklore and so they took the norway pavilion in epcot they had a ride maelstrom which was a cult favorite the mal- the maelstrom yes the maelstrom yeah yeah, yeah they yeah. took that out and they turned it into a frozen ride okay and people were very upset that they took out maelstrom but but nobody went on the ride. Right. And now they probably have all these kids now that want to go to and Epcot. Yes, because yes. kids, I used to, I've gone to Disney before as an adult, mm-hmm. like with my dad and my sister. Sure. We just went to Epcot. And that's really funny because my mom does not want to go to Epcot. And it's funny because we went specifically to not, just to kind of like be there and we knew it wasn't going to be crowded we knew we could yes. you know we could like experience different things that day without the lines the kids the snot the screaming right. the crying you know it, it was definitely like the the grown-up portion of the park which but now that 
they've turned Norway into frozen land. It's they, po- so they have a big event called D23, um, which is like the the official Disney fan club, whatever. So they have this big convention every other okay. year. And this year they they talked about all of the things that they're going to be doing to all of the parks. And Epcot is getting a big revamp. Is it really? Yeah, there's, there's going to be a lot of um, IP intellectual property there's there's a lot of content going into epcot i see just so, to make it more of a draw just to make yes so they gotta pay like, for that real estate they do yeah yeah what yeah, yeah. they paid pennies on the dollar for the real estate <laughs> yeah, but to keep it no. up, yes. up and for, running yes. the electric so, the employees they've got you know, like they gotta meet the the overhead they've got a new ratatouille ride they've got a mary poppins ride they've got like oh, a really? guardians of the galaxy ride like they're in the, epcot in epcot there's a guardian of the galaxy there will be. It's not done yet. They're With still Chris building. Chris Pratt is Chris yes. Pratt going to be there? Yes, he's my other favorite. I Chris. know. So that that's just another example, oh. another reason for me to bring Aunt Jill down to Disney World. There you go. And since I found my Disney, you passes, oh, we do need. Did we talk about this last time? We I did not. We I did. just found them because you found. Uh, okay, and so then you want to talk about Aunt this? Jill was cleaning. I, I'm cleaning. I'm purging. So I have this old desk that I actually use as my vanity and, you know, with my makeup and everything on it. And I'm going through the drawers and I'm just like tossing, 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 you know, like old checkbook registers, whatever. And I pull out an envelope and the front of the envelope says. It says Disney dollars. Currency with character. Yeah, Disney dollars. And I'm like, Disney dollars. Oh, my God. And I open it up and there are park passes that are actually still good. They don't expire from 2002, along with uncirculated, fresh off the mint, Disney dollars. I'm I'm holding them now. Yes, don't get your oils on them. They're crisp. (laughs) They're crisp. Well, I take the envelope and I like, I start throwing it in the trash. Before I let go, I said, wait a minute, what? I'll just hang on to this. And I put it back in the drawer. So and then Ronnie came and I told him what I found. And then you tell everybody the rest I of the story. Like, because you said that you were going to throw them out. And I said, Aunt Jill, go get them right now. And I'm looking at these things. And these are mint. These are in really good condition. If you go online right now and you look up Disney Dollars, they sell for a lot of money. A lot of money. I could probably pay for a trip to Disney. You could. <laughs> and that's not even a joke. I know. You, you could pay for a trip to have, Disney and then use your park passes that don't expire. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if anyone's a Disney collector and wants to buy, <laughs> we've got a whole bunch of Disney dollars that we're really going to sell. Angel is probably going to post them on eBay, I think. I think you really should. You think I should? Absolutely. Well, what 100%. the hell else? Because they don't make them anymore. They, they don't. They these got, are they, from they them. 2002. And this and the, these are these are special because these are the the year like a hundred years of magic. Yeah, the hundred year of magic and so, version. And, and and we started looking them up, and apparently each oh year has God. like their own value. And like this year, the Tinkerbell one is going for a lot, like six hundred dollars or yeah. something. I'm like, these people are nuts. But you oh, know what? Yeah. It's okay. You should look at all the, the, the merchandise that people are selling oh on eBay. Oh, my God. It's crazy. It's crazy. 
It's crazy. How did this episode turn so into Disney for Pulp Fiction? I don't know. We've gone from Quentin Tarantino to Mickey Mouse. How do we get there? As things do. It's a crazy train that we're always on. Yeah. Where the train is going off the tracks all the freaking time. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but we do know we're going to watch It's a Wonderful Life. Yes, we're going to watch a wonderful life. And let's have life. Siri pick a movie. Or we did we, already. Oh, we did that? Yeah. What did she pick? Oh, Swing Time. Swing Time. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jill's losing it. Yeah, it might be time to say goodnight. I think it's time to say goodnight. Say goodbye, Gracie. Goodbye, Gracie. <laughs> I think so. I, I really think, so. think we're done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we finally got this one done because this was giving me a lot of anxiety. Oh, let me tell you. And, yeah. And you know you ran. I don't I I don't lose my temper and i don't lose my patience mm-hmm. but when you dropped your phone onto that I laptop know. and I erased know. that original recording i was pissed i just looked at you and i was like you need to go now ronnie i know <laughs> i know well you had to go somewhere anyway you, and i was, was like i i had no problem you had a gig so I'm you couldn't leaving. stick around and record right then and there i was you like, had and i'm looking at you going you gotta go i know <laughs> I was, I was, I was furious. I was about to Samuel L. You. Yeah. <laughs> Vengeance. And I wouldn't have blamed you. Yeah. What, what is that, that say he always used to say, uh, oh, the, the Bible whole, verse the that Bible he would verse. read before he kills somebody. Oh my God. It almost, no, I would never want to kill my nephew, but, but we did it. We did it. No, no casualties this time. No, it's we're, good. We're good. <laughs> we're good to okay. go. So the next time they hear us. We'll be doing our Christmas spectacular. Which won't. Will it be next week or no? I don't think so. I would like to get it done. It's definitely going to be. It'll be before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be art before Christmas. But it may or may not be next week. It may or may not be. It might be the week after. Who knows? You're going to see us soon. Eventually. Eventually. Soon-ish. <laughs> we'll be back soon. We're gonna take a mid-season little break. Yes, a holiday break. I'm taking a holiday break. We're gonna take a holiday break. Beautiful. Yes. yes. Get you. Get you to finish school. And mm-hmm. oh my God, pray and, for my nephew. And Jill, I love you. I love you more. Good night, everyone. Good night. Coffee Clutch with Ron and Jill was recorded live in front of Uncle Tom in Aunt Jill's kitchen. Remember, there's always coffee on at Aunt Jill's. Starring Ron Gross and Jill Gross. Edited by Tom DeMichael. Logo by Seth Glixman. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Coffee Clutch Pod. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Pop- Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts.